0: This is the Nothing But Bucks Podcast. Now, here's your host, T.J. Reeves. Well, 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 welcome in to another Victory Monday edition of the Nothing But Bucks Podcast. I am merely the somewhat capable but very enthused host of the show. As the Buccaneers come off of a 48-25 win over NFC division foe, the Atlanta Falcons do push the record to 2-0 with things looking up a lot to go over a lot to get to as I always like to say at the beginning of these don't apologize for wins don't parse wins Buccaneer fans be happy with what you got that's now 10 wins in a row going back to last season in the Super Bowl run and that's never happened before in franchise history for so many years this team couldn't get out of its own way and continued to lose 10 or more games in the 80s and the early to mid 90s and then the streak in the 2010s of losing and losing and 10-loss season after 10-loss season. Why, why should we parse or complain about victories? Take the victory and be happy, especially a victory that ends up 48-25. I know things were getting anxious in the second half. We're going to go over that. But the end result is you completely outplayed and stuffed the Atlanta Falcons in the fourth quarter and pulled away for an easy win. So we're here to recap all of it. A reminder, however you found nothing but bucks. thank you for doing so. Whether it's a social media link, whether you found us through the Buccaneers mobile app, Buccaneers.com, subscribe to this podcast as well, wherever you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts most prominently. Again, it's always on the Buccaneer mobile app. And we will come your way after games, typically on Mondays after games. But obviously coming up, there's a Thursday night game with the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll be here with nothing but Bucks on the Friday after. Likewise, Monday night game with the New York Giants later on in the year. Same thing, nothing but Bucks comes the day after games in the recap mode. You'll get highlights, you'll get post-game interviews. Uh, Coming up in this one, highlights of the Falcon win, obviously. Coach Bruce Arians here, his interview. Uh, from the uh, Hooters post game show. Also, hear from Mike Edwards, who made NFL history on Sunday, at least recent history, with two pick six touchdowns. You'll hear me talk to him about the history that he's part of, not only. Uh, for the Buccaneers, but in the NFL and how long it's been since somebody has done that in an NFL game. Also here from Tristan Wirfs coming up, the outstanding offensive lineman out of Iowa, one of the guys in front of Tom Brady, keeping him upright. He's done a fantastic job as a second-year player, Tristan Wirfs, uh, of, of doing a great job one-on-one blocking, run blocking. Hear what it's like to be in the meeting room, practice field, out on the field with Tom Brady. All of that coming up from Tristan Werfs in a little bit. Because this is what we do on Nothing But Bucks, We recap the game, and we go over the highlights, and we talk about everything that's going on. So as I mentioned, as the backdrop here, the Bucks off a 10-day layoff, essentially, after beating the Dallas Cowboys on the Thursday night opener, came in to play an 0-1 Atlanta team. And look, we knew, we understood. Atlanta's got a first-year coach in Arthur Smith. Yes, they have Matt Ryan. Uh, Matty Ice, the match whatever you want to call him. But he's aging. They've got holes in their roster. You knew this was a very winnable game. That's why the Buccaneers were double-digit favorites, nine- or ten-point favorites coming into this one. They were expected to win. Loud crowd at Raymond James Stadium once again to get all over the Falcons. And the game plan was jump on them early, get the crowd in the game, get them rattled, and wipe them out. And as we go to the highlights and begin things, that's exactly what happens. Buccaneers get the football first. Tom Brady's working the ball to Mike Evans over the middle. Uh, they they uh, get a couple of key uh, pass completions. They move into the red area. And then from the 20, here we go with the first of the highlights as it is Brady to his favorite target.
1: Rob Gronkowski to the right as a flex tight end. Three receivers left. Dropping to Phil Brady under pressure The ball for the end. of football Gronk's got it. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Tommy to Gronky. And the Bucs lead 6 to nothing.
0: My goodness, how many times have we seen it? In fact, uh, we keep seeing it over and over and over again for uh, Rob Gronkowski. Another touchdown catch at the beginning of this game. Um, you can't say enough about about the job that these guys continue to do together in the regular season especially. That's now 88 regular season connections, which is the third most in NFL history. It's now over 100 when you include the postseason touchdowns for Brady and Gronk. 7-0 Buccaneer lead. So that gets everybody uh, all riled up, the crowd in the game, the Falcons punt, and then the Bucks really had a chance to stomp on the accelerator here. Uh, and make things happen. But they were their own worst enemy again with a penalty, a key penalty, and a turnover. After moving again into the Falcons, red zone, a nice completion to Leonard Fournette. He got inside the 10-yard line, what's going to be a first down. Ryan Jensen gets what is an inexcusable personal foul after the play. We have seen him do this on multiple occasions over the last couple of years. Tom Brady got all over him last year, most notably in Chicago for doing this after the play. I mean, you want to play to the whistle and be aggressive with a block, but it's, it's another thing when the play is over, the journey is over, there are guys who have led up, and you come flying in to drill somebody uh, right as the whistle's happening. That 15 yards backed the bucks up, and as we're hearing the calls here on Buccaneers Radio from Mean Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore, it led to this.
1: Third down and 25. Dropping the throw, Brady. Looks toward the end zone. toxic up. It's fumble, fumble. It's picked up and scooped up. The Falcons have the football. A quarterback sack, a strip, and scat. Scoop.
0: That turnover again killed all the momentum on the sack fumble. It's, it's one of the rare times that the Falcons were able to get through. They got through a couple of times uh, with the blitz. They got to Tom Brady there. They stopped the drive. And it's a 7-0 game still when it looked like you were certainly going to be up 10-0 with an easy field goal, if not another touchdown to be up 14-0 nevertheless Buccaneer defense does its job they forced a punt they eventually stopped the Falcons on a fourth down near midfield I thought Matt Ryan may have gotten a bad spot I'm just being objective here I thought the officials messed that spot up and maybe he was even a couple of feet closer of course you got the red paint of the Buccaneer flag logo at midfield it's tough to tell where the yard marker is where is he down turns out it's just a couple of inches he's short and it did not take the Buccaneers long uh, with the changeover on downs, the changeover from first quarter to second quarter, you're right back down the field. You're right back in the end zone. Vita Vea is in as the blocking back here on a uh, an opportunity to score from the one.
1: You got Vita Vea as a fullback, play action fake, pass to the end zone, uh, cuts, diving catch, touchdown, Tampa Bay, Tommy Tagronki again. That's two today.
0: Again, it's Gronk. Again, a red zone touchdown. This team has been incredible in the red zone. More on that in a moment. That's three straight games going back to the Super Bowl where Rob Gronkowski has two or more touchdown catches. He looks like he's 25 years old. Brady looks like he's 30 or 35 throwing it. These guys have found the fountain of youth in Tampa Bay. It's a 14-0 lead. It is best-case scenario for the Bucs. Now, to the Falcons' credit, they did not roll over. They played hard. They played tough. most of the way and matt ryan is obviously dangerous he's been a buccaneer killer throughout the 2010s how many beatings over and over again did matt ryan give the Bucs? he was not going to go away Uh, he led them down the field with a couple of completions one of the rookie kyle pitts eventually they get in scoring territory the veteran cordero patterson who they were using not only as a kick returner and as as a receiver but a running back as well he gets the falcons on the board
1: it is second down and six from the buccaneer 10-yard line Here's the snap toss pitch. They'll run the toss pitch to the near side as Cordell Patterson made a guy missed touchdown Atlanta. Falcons. Boy, he runs like a wide receiver. doesn't He planted his foot cut back to the left. We whiffed and Cordell Patterson gives the Atlanta Falcons their first touchdown of the season. A 10-yard nifty run by a tall guy with long hair.
0: All right, 14-7 ball game as the Falcons went 66 yards on the Buccaneer defense and able to get in the end zone. And then Atlanta able to force a buck punt after one first down. But then the Buccaneer defense did a good job of bend but don't break. And that would lead to another nice touchdown drive where the Bucks missed the uh, mixed up the run a little bit of Ronald Jones, a little bit of uh, pass completions to Chris Godwin. Uh, OJ Howard caught a big pass completion down inside uh, the red zone. That would eventually lead to the third touchdown of the day.
1: First down and goal from two yards away. Fournette the setback. you will get the play action fake. Brady looks toward the end zone. Caught ball. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Mike Evans. Fire the cannons. Bucks lead 20-7. to
0: Yeah, that's Mike Evans' first touchdown catch of the game as he cashes in on that 85-yard drive. And we're back to a 21-7 lead at that stage for the Buccaneers late first half. Yes, the Falcons got into field goal range, aided by a couple of Buccaneers Penalties uh young wake who their kicker kicks a 36 yard field goal right at the end of the half i know for many of you that were hearing it on buccaneers radio or saw it on social media coach bruce arians not pleased i'll clean it up i said what are you happiest with he said not a damn thing he said he was tired of the penalties uh and especially defensively that they had to stop getting penalties like they did at the end of the first half and tighten it up especially with the bucks being on defense to start half number two so the falcons would get the ball in the second half and the second play of the second half, the Buccaneer defense got the halftime message.
1: About eight yards, brings up second down and two. We are underway in the second half. 21-10 score. Ryan gets bad into the air. Intercepted. Picked off by the Bucs inside the 20-yard line. The <laughs> defensive lineman spotted the ball in the air, and it's intercepted by the Bucs.
0: That name, Vita Vea, again, sticking his hand in, getting the deflected ball. And it's Shaq Barrett pulling down the first of what would be three interceptions on the day. Golden opportunity to strike. It only took the Buccaneers four plays after the turnover to find a way to get in. Again, it's Brady and the prolific
1: Mike Evans. From the one-yard line, passing the ball toward the end zone. Mike Evans makes the catch. Is he in bounds? He is. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Fire the Cavins. That one's for Monty
0: Kiffin. I mean, who do you want to try to take away? Uh, Mike's got such a big catch radius. He's tough to defend one-on-one. You're going to double him. You're going to try to double Gronkowski down in the red zone. Good luck. And that's going to open up guys like Chris Godwin or a back out of the backfield. You cannot double-team everybody. And Mike Evans comes up again with another multi-touchdown catch game. Two more of them as he continues to ascend with the touchdown uh, receptions. Those are his uh, third and fourth touchdown Uh, receptions already this year and uh, for Mike Evans uh, that is the 13th time he now has a multi-touchdown game in his career since his rookie year in 2014 he only trails his new teammate Antonio Brown Antonio Brown 16 Two or more touchdown games, multi-touchdown games since 2014. Most of those with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike right behind him with 13 touchdowns, 13 career multi-touchdown games, I should say, as he gets both of those. So there you're, you're comfortable again. You're up at this point, 28-10 after the turnover. Give the Falcons credit, though. They move down into scoring range. Uh, they eventually uh, uh, get down inside the 10-yard line on a 75-yard drive. This was really their last stand to not be blown out in the game, down 28-10. And on fourth down, Matt Ryan again shows why he has been a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback.
1: Fourth down and goal, dropping, dropping, throws the pass, caught ball, in the end zone, touchdown Atlanta Falcons, diving catch by Calvin Ridley. If you need a big-time play, you throw to number 18, Calvin Ridley.
0: Again, Mean Gene Deckerhoff, Dave Moore on the calls. Give the Falcons credit. Calvin Ridley on the fourth down comes up with it on the quick throw. All-out blitz by the Bucks, And the game really back on at this point at 28-17. Atlanta even got the ball back again after a Buccaneer three and out. Buccaneers had a fumble by Leonard Fournette. He got, he got hit trying to get out of bounds, and the ball fumbled backwards about eight or nine yards. Chris Godwin was heads up to knock the ball out of play. But they also got a penalty right after that, and so it's a three and out. And the Falcons made the Bucks pay. They moved back into scoring range. Cordero Patterson made a nice leaping one-handed grab for a touchdown from Matt Ryan. He got the two-point conversion, did Matt Ryan. It's now 28-25, and you're thinking game on. But then winning time. I I love that motto. Magic Johnson called it winning time. He wrote a book called winning time. When it was winning time, and Tom Brady's got the sequel, he is Mr. Winning Time. When it came time for winning time, the Buccaneers put it together. Uh, They did a great job of stuffing the Falcons uh, early fourth quarter. Bad punt by their rookie punter. Buccaneers take over at the Atlanta 43. Took just three plays to
1: get in the end zone right here. Second down and five, about five and a half. Mark to make is the seven yard line. Here's the snap out of the gun. Brady's looking. Going toward the end zone. And Godwin makes the catch. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Fire the cannons. Five touchdown passes. Tom Brady today.
0: Again, who do you want to double? Chris Godwin open on this play. Great route, great throw from Brady. Not one, not two. Five touchdown passes, all of them in the red zone. Just incredible red zone percentage for what the Bucks have done. That's now seven red zone touchdowns in the first two games. 41 20 or actually 35-25 uh, uh, at that point. Up by 10, and it would very quickly become a 41-25 game as the Falcons go back on offense. The Bucks brought the blitz on Matt Ryan, and here comes
1: Mike Edwards. Well, that was third down and four. They've got to reach the 35-yard line. In the shotgun, Ryan takes a snap, gets the pass. Oh, picked off! Intercepted! Sideline outside the numbers. 15, 10, 5, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Mike Evans, fire the cannons. Bucks score a pick six.
0: Pick six on the interception return of 36 yards by Mike Edwards. And the Buccaneers have now broken things open. Now, Ryan Suckup did miss the extra point, which kept it a two-score game at 16 points. Two touchdowns, two two two-point conversions could still tie, although that was not going to be very likely in the final uh 10 minutes of the game eight minutes of the game that they were going to be able to score twice and get two twos you never know but that kept the door open the Bucks then stopped the Falcons on downs uh the defense again held did a great job throughout the second half after those two touchdown drives throughout the fourth quarter they just kept locking the Falcons down Buccaneers trying to run the clock out unable to do so near midfield in the final four minutes Uh, as they were stopped on downs, gave the ball right back to Atlanta. But on the very first play after being stopped on downs at the Atlanta 34-yard
1: line, this would happen. Patterson is sent back from the Falcon 34-yard line. Ryan dropping his Oh, pass, batted in the air. Picked off inside the 10. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Mike Edwards has two. Mike has two. Flag is thrown after the touchdown, I'm sure.
0: Yes, fire those cannons, Mean Gene and Dave Moore on the calls. What a great play by uh, Carlton Davis as he batted the ball in the air off the corner on the blitz, and Mike Edwards heads up to find that ball in the air, catch it, and run in untouched. Uh, the, the flag, please on the flag. I mean, I know they're emphasizing taunting. Mike Edwards backing into the end zone isn't taunting the Atlanta Falcons at that point. He's celebrating with his teammates. Again, on Sunday night football, after the butt game was over, Lamar Jackson runs into the end zone doing a front flip. And no flag, by the way. So if you're a quarterback and you're playing at home, you can flip in the end zone and that's not taunting or not celebrating or not doing something unsportsmanlike. But if you're a defensive back, Mike Edwards, at home for the defending Super Bowl champs, you can't back into the end zone celebrating with your guys. Let's just keep all of this straight on the points of emphasis. So at that point, it's 48-25 and basically game over. Matt Ryan yanked for the final uh, couple of minutes. They didn't want him to take any more shots. The Buccaneers get the ball back, kneel on the ball, game over. 48 48- 25, the Buccaneers pull away in the fourth quarter for a second consecutive victory. And I will say again here on Nothing But Bucks, having lived through the 2010s and all the fired head coaches from John Gruden to Raheem Morris to Greg Schiano, all of them, Lovie Smith, Dirk Cutter, time and again, the Atlanta Falcons were a nemesis for this team. And they were almost unmerciful at times in the old Georgia Dome at putting 40, 50 points on the Bucks, I mean, who can forget Raheem Morris's final game as the Bucks coach? They're up forty-two to nothing. Lovey Smith is down forty-nine to nothing on a Thursday night game. Uh, it, from this standpoint, I- I'm I'm happy with giving the Falcons payback for like another three years. Every time you pay him, keep be play him, beat the daylights out of him, beat him by twenty, beat him by thirty to make up for the twenty tens. That's three, three straight wins over Atlanta. Keep them coming. You got another matchup later on in the year in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, a place that's been very good for the Bucks, by the way, to go get victories, and we'll see if it uh, does continue. All right, so uh, a win uh, obviously is the most important thing. A two zero start, a happy head coach. He did have a smile on his face when we talked to him on our Hooters post game show. Uh, in the immediate aftermath of this victory over Atlanta. A 48-25 victory here this afternoon, hard fought, and you were able to put the game away in the fourth quarter. Coach, what are your thoughts immediately after this is over with?
2: Yeah, great job by Mike Edwards. You know, he's a ball hawk, and uh, Carlton did a great job on the blitz. Mike found the ball, and, you know, Mike jumped a route put it in the end zone, and, uh, you know, we won the game very, very happy, very pleased we won the game. We still have a lot of things to correct.
0: I know uh, Tom Brady, uh, we get to ask you about him so often. Five red zone appearances, five touchdown passes. Why was he having so much success, especially with the compressed field?
2: Yeah, I mean, he, he does a great job of studying, and Byron does a great job of coming up each week with a heck of a red zone plan. And everybody's very, very in tune to it. And uh, we spend a little more time than most teams do in practice on the, in the red zone. So it, I, I'm really, really, that's one of the things I'm very, very pleased with.
0: The, one of the big plays, obviously, in the fourth quarter is the fifth of those touchdowns to Chris Godwin. I believe it was a third down. It might have been a second down, but I believe it was a third down. From what you remember on that play, describe it to us.
2: Yeah, it was an a, a inside-out route by A.B., and, and Chris went to the corner. He had the safety on his inside shoulder, did a great job setting him up, and Tom put it out there perfectly.
0: Again, for Mike Edwards, a young man that has been uh, you know pressed into duty, sometimes special teams, sometimes DB, sometimes safety. He makes not one but two plays. You mentioned the first pick six, and then the next one, Carlton Davis batted in the air to basically put the game away.
2: Yeah, it was an awesome play by Carlton. And, uh, and again, Mike's coming on the blitz from the other side, and Carlton bats it up in the air. And... Uh... Did a hell of a job of getting it up high, and Mike just scooped it up and scored. I wish he had not got the penalty, but uh, at that point, Tom, I did not mind kicking off from back there.
0: I know you're not happy with the penalties and with the mistakes. What does it say for this team, though, that you're able to overcome it for a second straight week and still get the win?
2: And we're lucky. So far, so good, but uh, we're going to play a better team next week.
0: And again, uh, for this club, you will now, as you mentioned, go on the road. You'll go on the road to Los Angeles coming this week, so it's the first opportunity to regroup and now go be the enemy in enemy territory.
2: Yeah, offensively, now we'll have the crowd noise all week for them. You know, we've had it for their defense. We've done a good job with the noise. Fans have been fantastic. And uh, so, yeah, looking forward to our first road trip.
0: Yes, you got to go get ready for the L.A. Rams. More on that coming up in a couple of moments. But right now you're savoring this victory, this 48-25 win. Yes, you had mistakes with penalties. Yes, you did have a turnover in the first half. Defense gave up some plays. But ultimately, Todd Bowles' defense stood strong in that fourth quarter. Falcons got nothing and also two takeaway touchdowns by that defense. And again, I, I don't think you can overstate this. You have such an air of confidence with Tom Brady there. Uh, People want to parse that he maybe only had only 276 yards, but five touchdowns is five touchdowns. Uh, Kids, no Buccaneer quarterback has ever thrown nine touchdowns in the first two games, ever. Go all the way back to Doug Williams, move forward to Steve Young, Steve DeBerg, Vinny Testaverde, all of them. Trent Dilfer, uh, Josh Freeman, Jeff Garcia, anybody you want to list, Jameis Winston, never nine touchdowns in the first two games, that's what Brady has done, and you just you have a confidence around this team. Let's go defense first, though. Mike Edwards, again, making history uh, for the Buccaneers. I shared that with him in our postgame conversation after the win. Ronnie Nitrain Lane, thank you. Mike Edwards, this is two weeks in a row, two wins, and we get to talk to you after a game. This is becoming a good thing. Step up close to that microphone there a little bit and tell me about beating the Atlanta Falcons. It took a full 60 minutes, did it not?
3: Definitely did. Uh, when we start out, um, jump, you know, scoring off the first drive and then getting the three and out and stopping them. But uh, like I said, we kind of left our, uh, kind of let us step off the gas pedal a little bit and uh, got them back, got them back in the game. And uh, you know, well executed on defense, uh, gave up a little too much explosive plays out there, but we got the job done, uh, create turnovers and uh, offense scoring the ball. So.
0: Did good. Let's get to the good stuff. Interception number one, tell me about what you saw jumping in front of the receiver and then taking it to the house.
3: Yeah, we got good pressure uh, by the D-line and uh, the backers on that play. I forced the ball to get out fast. I just jumped the route. Uh, got tipped a little bit and I kind of straighted and uh, jumped the route and caught it. And
0: uh, all, I, all my concentration was getting into the end zone, and I wish I did, so big. I have often asked players this, I always love the answer, is that something you thought about or did you just do it? Did you think I can jump in front of him and go to the house or did you just do it?
3: Uh, I kind of thought about it a little bit, but it's kind of more inst- instincts, uh, just uh, reading the quarterback, reading the routes and uh, seeing the quarterback about to throw the ball and I just jumped in and uh, read the route. So. Got a little more instincts.
0: First time in a while we've been able to ask about a second pick six. On that one, Carlton Davis came off of one corner. You're coming off the other corner. The ball's up in the air. Pick it up from there, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, big time play by CD.
3: Uh, we both listened off the edge. Uh, he got the tip. I didn't I didn't see him tip the ball. I just saw the ball up in the air. And um, I was like, wow, I'm about to get another one.
0: And I just came down <laughs> with it. I just scored again. Uh, It was big big time. You ready for a couple of stats? You're the first player in the NFL in nine seasons. Did they tell you this one? Since 2012 to have two pick sixes in the same game. That's huge. You are only the third Buccaneer to do it. Rondé Barber, who may end up in the Hall of Fame, and Dwight Smith from the Super Bowl against the Raiders are the other two. Hmm. You're nodding along and smiling. That's pretty good company (laughs) to hear those kind of stats, right? Great company, yeah. Mm for sure. Tell me, uh, again give credit to Matt Ryan and the Falcons but tell me again from this game why did you guys tighten up overall in the fourth quarter to stop them the way you did and put it
3: away? Uh, we knew we had to finish every week. We, uh, always harp on finishing starting out fast and finishing uh, you know, we got we let them, we let them back in, get them back in the game and uh we knew we had to play that brand of football uh, we had to create turnovers, you know get three and outs, uh, get a ball back to our offense and uh, those two turnovers helped and uh I mean, it was just big time. Oh, we had to make a statement out there as far as the defense and uh, make plays.
0: All right, one more. The media gets to talk about it being a two-game road challenge. You're only concentrating on the Rams. That's the first road game of the year. They won earlier today, so they're two and zero. Elaborate on the challenge here that that's going to be for the first road trip out to Los Angeles. Yeah,
3: it's a big challenge. You know, they got playmakers all over the field, uh, both sides of the ball. Uh, you've got limited to limit plays, and uh, you know, stop the run first and foremost, and. Uh, you know, harp on Matt Stafford. He's a great quarterback. Uh, he's going to throw the ball, get the ball to his playmakers. You got to
0: limit the explosive pays and get to him early. Well, here on Buccaneers Radio, we'll keep making a deal with you. Keep making plays. We'll keep talking to you after games. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Speaking of smiles, he had the smile going. You may have seen the video from Buccaneers.com. He got a game ball from Bruce Arians immediately after it was over and got to uh, count the team out and and say uh, family as they said on uh, on three. Yeah, they are a family right now, and another win for the Bucs to go 2-0. I want to also replay our interview from the Hooters post game show with Tristan Wirfs, the former number 1 pick out of Iowa, the outstanding offensive lineman. You know he's doing his job when you don't hear a lot about him. You don't hear holding calls, getting beaten for sacks. Uh, time and again, he goes against uh, great pass rushers, a lot of times one-on-one, excellent run blocker. Again, the line kept Tom Brady for the most part upright. The Bucs were able to run the ball with Fournette. And uh, Ronald Jones, the The stats showed they had, what, 18, 19 carries right around 79 yards. Good enough for the play action. Good enough in the run game. Fournette averaging right around four and a half yards a carry. So Tristan Wirfs, uh, was was with me right after the game speaking on all of these subjects, including Brady's influence and more after the victory. Dave Moore, thank you. Tristan Wirf stands here from the Buccaneer offensive line. What a ball game, what a battle. First of all, the win is the most important thing. How did right. this team gut it out and get it done today in the second half?
4: Yeah, you know, it was a gritty ball game. Um, you know, we had the we had a, the lead coming into halftime, then we let it kind of get back to 28-25. To and, um, you know, it was nice. We had some things fall in our favor. Then, you know, the defense got some points. Um, you know, it's just a good way to grit it out. Um, it's, it's tough. We got to make it exciting for the fans at home. But um, you know, wins a win. We'll take it.
0: This team just said this to the head coach: five for five in the red zone with touchdowns today. You've been the best team in the NFL since week one last year, scoring touchdowns inside the red zone. Why has it been so successful? Why did it click for five more today, Tristan?
4: Wow, that's I mean, that's a that's a pretty pretty good stat to have. Um, you know, I think everyone knows how important the red zone is. You know, it's you always want to come away with points, but you know, six is a lot better than three. So. Um, you know, I think everyone just knows the importance of that and and how bad we want to get in the end zone, especially in that in that part of the field.
0: as a second year player, you come back around now with a full training camp with a full preseason. Not that this is easy, but is it easier second year in the system, second year in the league for you?
4: I think mentally, like getting a better grasp on everything and and not being like as anxious out there just um, just having that experience under your belt, uh, you know be having a year in the system knowing everything. Um, that's a little bit easier, but I think you know, you gotta go out there and battle every day still, um, but it's, you know, I, I love doing it. It's, it's so much fun.
0: The reality, I think, has sunk in finally about Tom Brady being here. What about for you now in his second season, uh, what the guy continues to do at 44 years of age? What is it like meeting room, pl- practice field, huddle on Sunday?
4: You know, it's, it's just pretty crazy sharing the locker room with him and everything, um, you know, how how invested he is and, and how much he cares. Um, you know, he's been doing it for such a long time. It, it really means a lot to him. And, you know, it's just great to to see that. And I think it radiates to all of us. Um, but just to have a guy like, like Tom, you know, back there to protect for, um, you know, it's awesome.
0: Was he saying anything in particular in the fourth quarter when it was still game on here? Anything remarkable on the sideline or in the huddle that you remember?
4: You know, nothing. Nothing too crazy, you know, just say like he he, I think we as an offense, we wanted to, you know, take the ball game into our hands and and put points on the board. And then, you know, defense helped us out with that. So, um, but no, you know, just 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 pumping guys up, you know, saying we got a lot of ball game left and um, we've got to finish it out.
0: And now you get ready to go on the road for the first time. Two home wins. You get ready to go play a Rams team that did win uh, earlier today in Indianapolis and get ready to go prove yourselves on the road starting this week, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Go, go play a very good Rams team. And, you know, it'll be our first first road trip uh, of the season. So, um, you know, we got to handle it like anything else um, and just make the best of it. Tristan, congratulations. Thank you for stopping for us. Thank you much.
0: 48-25 is the final. As the Buccaneers improved to 2-0 and with a win in the first of two meetings with the Atlanta Falcons. couple of more accolades again for Tom Brady and throughout his career. Uh, that was the ninth time that he's thrown at least five or more touchdowns in a game. Seven times with New England, now two times with the Buccaneers. Tom Brady is the only quarterback in Buccaneer history to have multiple five-touchdown games, by the way. Again, go back to all those names. Williams, Young, Dilfer, Freeman, Winston, Garcia, whomever you like. Steve DeBerg, none of them, none of them have had a second five-touchdown game in their career. Tom Brady, with with the Super Bowl and the four extra games last year, has now played 22 games as a Buccaneer. 18 in the regular season. He's got two five-touchdown games. Give him credit on that one. Um, And in terms of of, uh, touchdowns and all the accolades, he continues to chase Drew Brees. He is now uh, two games away from Drew Brees on the all-time record for four or more touchdowns in a game. Brees with 37, Brady with 35, four or more touchdown games. That one is definitely uh, within reach. And uh, by the way, only Patrick Mahomes in 2018 threw for more touchdowns in the first two games of any NFL season in the Super Bowl era. So since the Super Bowl came into play in the late 60s, Mahomes 10 touchdowns in the first two games is the NFL record 2018. Tom Brady nine in the first two games, matching Russell Wilson, Peyton Manning and Drew Brees with nine also. Again, nobody in Buck history. Has ever done that. And again, off of the stats for that defense and the takeaways, they just keep taking the ball away. In fact, since the beginning of the 2019 season under Todd Bowles, that is now 57 takeaways, third best in the NFL, only behind the Steelers and the Patriots, nine behind the Steelers through Sunday for most takeaways in the entire league over the last two plus seasons. And the Buccaneers, by the way, did not allow a 100-yard rusher for the second straight game this year. That is 27 times. 27 games. Todd Bowles' defense has not allowed a 100-yard rusher. That is the most uh, since any team in the, since the 2019 start of the season. Five better than New Orleans with 22. Six better than Indianapolis with 21 through Sunday. So you're not going to run on this team. That's what it comes down to. And give, uh, give credit to the lockdown defense, the front four. The jobs that Vita Vea and uh, and Nacho and William Golston and uh, JPP and Shaq Barrett and Joe Tryon, Shoyanka, the linebackers, uh, Devin White, Levante David, the safety play. You just you can't run on this team. Too much physical play, too much speed on the defense. They've done a great job and continue to do a great job. So a lot of accolades. Uh, But as you heard the head coach say a few moments ago, now it's on to the game with the Los Angeles Rams. They were winners on Sunday in Indianapolis, 27-24. So a 2-0 start with Matt Stafford now as the quarterback. Coming over in that trade, uh, head up for Jared Goff after Goff won a playoff game last year. Had him in a Super Bowl previously. They had a winning season and won a playoff game last year. They decided to move on from Jared Goff, trade him for Matt Stafford. Stafford, uh, with that million-dollar arm, Looks good with Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and their receivers. They did have a loss of running back Daryl Henderson from my alma mater, Memphis. He suffered what looked like a left shoulder injury. No further update coming out of Sunday, but he did not return to the game in the second half. It may be Sony Michelle, the former running back for the New England Patriots, traded to the Rams in the preseason by New England. Michelle did carry the ball some in the second half of the Indianapolis game, so he may be the feature running back when we get to L.A. coming this week. And again, we owe these guys one as well after a regular season Monday night loss last November. That was in the November where the Bucks lost the three games to the Saints, the Rams, and the Chiefs all at home but then never lost again after the bye week, went all the way through the end of the regular season in the Super Bowl. So now a payback chance in L.A. We were in L.A. a couple of years ago at the Los Angeles Coliseum where Jameis Winston lit up the L.A. Rams in a wild shootout against Jared Goff, speaking of him. I think Goff threw the ball about 803 times that day in the L.A. Coliseum, but the Bucs still won the game, scoring 55 points, an all-time franchise record. In the win there two years ago in Los Angeles. Now this is the new $5 billion, with a B, $5 billion stadium, SoFi Stadium in L.A. And let's see what happens as the Buccaneers appear there. We'll be on the air at 3 Eastern time with Buccaneers Radio. Uh, over the air, 98 Rock and all of our affiliates on SiriusXM, on the Buccaneers mobile app, on TuneIn, wherever you can hear the NFL action through the NFL Game Pass. We'll be on at 3 Eastern time with the pregame coverage. 4.25 Eastern time, 1.25 in the West, is kick time from SoFi Stadium for that matchup with the Rams and the Bucks, with a chance to go 3-0 on the season. My thanks to Jason Berenger. Jason uh, doing a great job with the highlights and uh, the interviews with me. Jeff Ryan is our director of broadcasting. Let's get ready to go, see what the Bucs can do out west. First road trip of the year coming Sunday in Los Angeles against the Rams. Sean McVay's team also 2-0. This will be one of the marquee games in the NFL next weekend. We are looking forward to heading out to the coast, out to Hollywood for this matchup this weekend. And a reminder, however you found this podcast, Find it again through the Buccaneers mobile app. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Whether you found it on a social media link or Buccaneers.com, subscribe. It's the easiest way it comes to you. We'll come your way next Monday after the Rams game. After all is done, let's hope we're talking another Victory Monday and a 3-0 start. For now, we are done. I am TJ Reeves. Thank you for being with me here for Nothing But Bucks.